everyone, and welcome to episode 214 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with the smiley Lauren. Hi, guys. Why are you so happy, Lauren? I don't know. <laughs> I'm slowly dying inside, but I'm happy. Why are you slowly dying inside? <laughs> um, Try to drag two kids to uh, swimming. It's fun. I thought it might have been because you're trying to very quietly drink some tea with honey. That's very true too. And to um, I was not happy about it. Because my I have a cold and I am trying my hardest not to cough like a crazy person like I have been. So if you do hear indiscriminate slurping. Yes, that is, is just me. Lauren trying to make herself feel better. Yes, yes. It's the small things Which, in life. When I put it like that. It does make me sound like a bad person. <laughs> oh, it does actually. Don't feel better. How dare you? I know, I know. You have to suffer for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> See what I have to sacrifice, guys. My sore throat. Is sacrificed? Yes. Yeah. Please, if yeah. you could sacrifice it and get a normal throat, that would be good. Oh, that would be great, actually. I would, I would get an animantium one, just like indestructible throat. Indestructible. Nothing. I would swallow like screwdrivers, like screws for my breakfast and but nothing then, would happen. What about your stomach? Because that wouldn't be made of adamantium. <sighs> Damn it, Daryl. Just, just leave my dreams alone, okay? Don't tarnish them. <laughs> <laughs> leave them alone. But yes, uh, no, um, it's been crazy. I mean, we weren't really expecting what was coming to like the trailer you spoilers know? trailer yeah. yeah like so it was a nice surprise um and that's what we're going to talk about today yeah yeah the uh new theme song trailer they're calling it mm. it's, isn't it weird how now how that trailers have to have names yeah this is the trailer where you will learn this this is the trailer that will come next to the launch because it's it's the launch trailer game's and launched did it? I feel like Kingdom Hearts had some other ones as well, like around launch. Because mm. I know there was definitely a launch trailer, but I feel like there was another one that came just a bit before that. And didn't they have two trailers for each of the songs as well? Mm, maybe. I mean, yeah. As in like a trailer for each song, not two trailers for each song, because that would be four trailers. Yeah. Yeah, they produce a lot of trailers now. They do. It's like you think about films. Well, I guess now films, films you have like the teaser. Too. You have the teaser trailers, don't you? But they've, you don't... yeah, they've started like doing that early tease, which is sometimes ten seconds, sometimes mm. a little bit longer, and then that will lead into the actual like the reveal trailer, which is generally like a couple of weeks after, maybe. But then, like you may, I mean, most films don't have more than two or three trailers between like release and launch. That's the thing. It's oh, sorry, it's... reveal and launch. They don't make a big deal about it when a new teaser trailer for... Well, unless it depends on the film, doesn't yes, it? Like, if see, it's the Avengers. If it's the Avengers, like, you know that any type of teaser trailer where there's new information, that's going to blow up. But if it's, like, a rom-com... That's because that genre's dead. Anne Hathaway, and <laughs> Kendrick. Dead. No one cares about that anymore. Well, yeah, because you don't see them anymore. But, yeah, no. Because um, how many trailers do we have for the 7 remake now? It's It's four? Yeah, the teaser trailer during mm -hmm. State of Play. There was the E3 trailer. They skipped Gamescom. There was the TGS trailer. Wait, teaser trailer during the State of Play. Teaser trailer was during E3. No, it was uh, the, uh, the week, uh, the month before that, mm. during Sony's live stream. 
That was when the cloud walking. No, the very first trailer. You mean? No, I'm talking about since the re-reveal. If we're going、uh, all the way back, then yeah, we've yeah, had yeah. like seven. Uh huh. I think no, because it would only be like an additional two because there was the one where it was Cyber Connect two, and then they were just like,、yeah. no, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, just ignore ignore yeah, so, this bastard so, of a trailer. So I think at this point we've had six trailers.、Mm. Technically, though, the first two are just we ignore because they didn't. Except for the first one, because they do frequently go back to that one. Oh, where he just walking through the crowd. Yeah, because that was badass. I、oh, don't think that's going to be in the game though. But no, it was just.、Don't、I guess、know. it was just re- yeah, no, done as a、not. teaser.、Um, yeah, so that would be the like the ten fifteen second teaser trailer. Fine. Yes. Uh, with the floaty live stream stuff, yeah.、Um, but、they、then had we had the, the new re- teaser trailer at State of Play. Yeah, they had the no. release. They had no, their... what is it called now? It is State of Play, isn't it? Because I know that the、um, the the big event they used to have at the end of the year was State of Play.、Mm. But then what's the live stream? Ah,、oh, this is really bad. I think it is State of Play. Just... Either way, they had that. They had the release date trailer right before the the E three trailer. Because. They had the yeah, they had the one that they like. Didn't they show it at a concert? Oh right yeah, before? wasn't that that it was, was a that Final Fantasy VII concert? That's slightly different. I thought that was the E three trailer. No, because it was slightly different. It ended differently because it ended with Aerith and Cloud being sort of surrounded by those things of fate. Oh、uh, yeah. And then、um, oh yeah, no, because they had the two. Like one was more focused on one thing, one the other. So that、yeah. technically there has been five trailers since May. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're showing it off, and there will be at least one more. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to talk about that in a second. But before we do, Patreon shoutouts for our executive producers, and we're going to kick things off with Guide Seeker, Chris Morales, Michael Graham, Barry Norton at Nortron Zero, Thorin Bullen at Masca Twenty Three, Tori Patrick, Fires Bilal, Lewis James, Zach Duranto. Rachel Casterton at Urban Ray, Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels, Darren Matthews at Doomster Seventy Three, Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J, Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Name Jin, Billy Jackson at Underscore Billy Jackson, Miles Ribbons, David Cowrow, Chris Pope at Doctor Pop One Eighty One, Janik Nord at Janik Nord, Freya Stella, Flip Sidness, Tom Hughes at Tom Underscore Hughes Twenty Two, Yam Potato, and Noah Literal. Thank you guys. Thank you. All right, so trailer discussion. Okay. Trailer was released on the thirty first of January,、mm-hmm. just a couple of days ago.、Um, and actually, the rumor I've heard is that it was wasn't supposed to be released at that time. It was brought forward a couple of weeks, or I guess it would be one or two weeks,、um, because the rumor is that it was supposed to be shown at the Taipei Game Show twenty、mm. twenty, which was supposed to be taking place in February, but it unfortunately got delayed because of the coronavirus.、Mm-hmm. Uh, Katazi was meant to be appearing on stage for an hour during the show, and they they'd said in the show notes that there was going to be gameplay and a trailer.、Mm. Um, obviously, we don't know what that trailer was. It could have been an old trailer. We don't know what Katazi was going to be talking about because that won't happen anymore.、Um, but yeah, that's the kind of rumor I've heard. They that they it was supposed to be coming out at the Taipei Game Show. And they've brought it forward. It feels like though it was pulled together specifically to respond to all of the leaks that have been coming out recently.、Uh, we know Nomura has a particular feeling about leaks.、Um, yeah. Around Kingdom Hearts three, he even threatened to not release the game in the West、uh, until much later. Yeah, because he no world, trust, no more worldwide releases. Yeah, he, he only trusted the Japanese retailers to not do bad things. <laughs> Um, 
clearly he got vetoed on that because it still does have a worldwide release despite the leaks. But clearly it's like a massive problem with Square Enix and not necessarily not necessarily the whole world. Well, we haven't that that specific stuff relating to Kingdom Hearts 3 was the fact that retailers was was selling it really early. Mm. Uh we, that's probably going to happen again with the 7 remake. Yeah. But yeah, like the the leaks in terms of the the stuff that we've that came out like the screenshots uh, of Cloud in the dress and Red yeah. 13. That's a Square Enix problem. Yeah, cuz like I mean well, I guess I don't know if it's like this a similar thing, but and this might be wrong, but like I mean, I don't remember leaks happening with Death Stranding. Uh, I wasn't following it as much. No. Or even if it was, it must not have been a very big leak because people were probably just too confused about <laughs> what was going on. That's true. But yeah. like, you know, it just it just seems like to be a a real I mean, I know that I know that other games do have this problem, but it does seem to be a really big problem with Square Enix. Yeah, I don't hear so much about, but then I'm not following it so much anymore. So yeah, so maybe, I, yeah, I I don't know, but that that's just leaks something are obviously that a I, big thing. Yeah. E3 is like leak crazy, mm. and that sort of thing I, is definitely leaks. Yeah, like Square like Enix do have launch. A, Square Enix do have problems because I think with in relation to outside of the actual announcement of the game. Pretty much every single major milestone uh, has had some leaks relating to it. But even the uh, announcement of the game, I think, was leaked the day before mm. the press conference. Mm-hmm. It's just that no one really believed it. Yeah, it was, um, wasn't it Silicon Era? I think it, it was either them or Gamatsu. Yeah, had, I think had they posted broke about it. it. So, yeah, like, and like, um, it, this isn't the first time that there's been leaks relating to the 7 remake. Uh, mm. There was a big one that happened towards the end of last year, I think. Mm-hmm um and like yeah it just it just keeps happening and obviously like versus 13 had tons of or 15 had tons of leaks related yeah. to it <laughs> and Kingdom Hearts 3 it's difficult and like yeah. obviously Square want to do this stuff but then uh did they need to make this trailer I mean they probably needed to do something to make up for the fact they delayed the game a little bit and but... also they were probably unhappy because like the screenshots that were released didn't really live up to exactly. expectations and, as well and I think that's the thing like that's why I say they've done this to respond to the trailer because uh, a similar thing has happened with the I can't remember the name of it it's God something but the God's Fall that's it mm. the PS5 game that was announced yeah um, there was a load of not a load, but there was like a that 10 second clip that was leaked mm. of the game. And the developers had to come out and say, yeah, great. Thanks for whoever leaked this. But this footage is over a year old yeah. and it's not even running on the PlayStation 5. Like, how is this helpful to anyone? Yeah. It's just the thing. Everybody's just so willing to just like find something either wrong or find something really good about something but typically they find something wrong yeah and like they they had the, i think it was gearbox they actually released the full video of mm. that to say like yeah this is what it looked like a year and a half ago yeah if you want to see the full thing in like a proper resolution and everything great here you go but this isn't the game anymore yeah it's really just self-gratification at this point isn't it it's like look at me look what i did uh-huh i'm so fun it's yeah because it's like, not like it's not like you're exposing like really sinister politics or anything or no. like you're gonna save lives it's it's you're trying to get some extra clicks or you're trying to get some pats on your back for for leaking something yeah but like it doesn't really 
I don't know. It's it's not. Really- um, I, maybe we're just not we're just not those type of people. But it's just kind of like you know you just think. What's the point? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I would say that, like we've we've mentioned many times before, that I don't need to see anything more about the Seven remake. I'm yeah. not interested. I didn't particularly care if Red Third, if I knew that Red Thirteen was going to be in the game or not. Yeah. I've been this way for a while with Final Fantasy stuff. Like I yeah. remember when Advent Children was in development. I didn't need to know that every single character was going to be in it. And like with 13.2 as well, I didn't need to know that the entire cast was coming back. I just wanted to play the game and figure it out for myself and, and be surprised by the appearances as they came, as they came in. And like, and it's, it's, it's kind of disappointing that they feel like they need to do this. And yeah, like maybe they were responding to things, but we, we really didn't need to see Cloud in a dress at this point. No. We didn't need to see Red 13. It could have been a nice surprise. Like, they definitely did not need to show off Genova. I don't know why they did that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like... It's, it's hard. Because, yeah, I do think that Square Enix does have a problem with oversharing. And I don't know if that... Well, like, they go they go 180 don't they yeah they go they're like completely silent for years mm-hmm. and it's what we had with 15 where it got to the point where i remember kataki doing an article basically saying to batter just stop, stop with <laughs> the active time reports you're doing too many you're talking about the game too much yeah you're leaving literally nothing to the imagination just give it a rest mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly um I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is the hard thing, isn't it? Because, yeah, I do criticize Nomura for not saying much. But then he also, this time, yeah, it is It is a bit It is a bit crazy. Because there wasn't any There wasn't any leaks relating to Genova either, was there? I don't think so. <clears throat> but then sort of learning about games development more. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't know how it is at Square Enix. But there are a few companies that use um, QA as a way of saying, this is what you should include in your trailers. Like, these are the scenes that we think would be most appropriate for fans who want to sort of get into the game. Like, is this is this QA, like, sort of being like, you have to share everything? Or is this Nomura thinking that? Or is this investors? Like, what is it? What is it that is... What are they thinking is going to benefit what's the benefit that they're thinking they're getting from doing it this way i guess they felt like they needed to do another trailer either to uh like compensate for the delay or to address the the leaks and then it's like well what Mm -hmm. do we put in it we probably should address the leaks yeah um so they felt like they needed to do do that they felt like they needed to do that but then do they need to have a trailer that was almost four minutes long? No. Probably not. But I think like I think we're both in that position where we just want to play the game now. Mm. The only useful thing uh really that came out of this trailer for me, because like it was great to see all the stuff. And like yeah. I'm really excited and, and especially because of like the stuff that we've seen, like or just assumed ourselves, like the cloud cross dressing. That's gonna be probably just one of the dresses i'm really curious yeah. to see all the different combinations that people are going to get and that's going to be one of the reasons that people are going to love watching live streams as well just to see what routes they take and all those different things and like i really want to know if red 13 is going to be playable or not um i i really want to see loads of the npcs which they haven't really shown off again but that's good for me they haven't shown them i mm. want to like Eric's mom how is she going to yeah. interact and like all these different things but the main thing for me was the announcement of the vocal theme mm-hmm 
but they could have just because they announced that well, actually no technically that's another trailer because mm. they had the behind the scenes video for yeah. the vocal theme yeah which was really cool but they could have just released that yeah and then just had like little clips of of um final fantasy 7 remake in it interspersed that would have been a really easy way to do it um and but then i was thinking like on the other end i think it would have been pretty cool if they just did like a cinematic trailer like they just they did the, they um, created something one of the things they've done recently, and again, this may be another trailer that comes out just before <coughs> launch, is the world of trailers. Mm. Like, yeah. I've been seeing those, like other games have been picking them up like as Final well. Like Final Fantasy Fifteen did it. Yeah, exactly, where they just show off all the different environments, which I'm sure people would be really interested to see different... Midgar. Different, exactly, Because yeah. that's like the thing that we haven't really seen, have we? We've not really seen like the areas yet. No, I mean, we got to see a bit of War Market in this one with Cloud yeah. walking around. But we've seen very little of anything else outside of battle sequences. Yeah. Like we've we've seen, we've almost seen nothing of any of the party walking around outside of cutscenes and battle. Yeah. As far as I'm aware. Mm. Outside of cut, wait. Say so again. in cutscenes, we've, we've seen the yeah. environments within cutscenes and we've seen the environments within battle sequences. I but guess. But we haven't seen characters just walking around in the world like in not this, so in this trailer, much we but s- we did see like i mean i guess you could argue that the infiltration of shinra but we that was like three second clips in each one yeah, like we yeah. didn't really get to see like we didn't get to see any of the individual floors for example we yeah. got to see him walking up a staircase yeah we got to see him going up an escalator yeah great like we didn't actually get to see any because like the Shimmer HQ has so many floors that are individual configurations, loads of mini games that take place there. Like we haven't really seen um, much outside of just really small set piece environments in general. Like we've seen the church mm-hmm. in a cutscene, yeah, but we haven't seen like the escape from the church. We haven't seen Eris House in action really. We've just seen like small bits, like in that trailer, you, which we you said was really realistic. When was that trailer actually? That was a TGS trailer, right? Can't, was it yeah, yeah when she's holding been. Marlene yeah um but yeah I mean yeah but yeah so they they had the theme uh the new vocal theme it's, it's by, really nice by uh sung by Josh who I think now we we may be corrected on this Bump of Chicken did type zeros but that was a band mm-hmm. I think this is the first solo male vocalist mm. they've had for a vocal theme possibly I can't think of another one. Uh, was it a man who did the Advent Children? It was Gat. Type zero, uh, Dirge of Cerberus. Dirge of Cerberus, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think a man might have sung, was it Answers at the end of, um, at the end of Advent Children? Answers? 14. Oh, whatever it was. Oh, it wasn't uh, Answers. Yeah, no, it was I something know. like that. Um, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Was that a man? I can't I remember. I think so. I think it was a band again. Yeah. So unfortunately, I can. You can debunk me. I can debunk you. I'm sorry. That's okay. And tech. Well, no, that was Kingdom Hearts. Never mind. (laughs) I was like, wait. And technically, Skrillex. No, no, no. That was not Final Fantasy. And he also didn't sing. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we've been talking about it for a while in terms of who the composers are going to be. Um, we had our theories. Uh, like Shimomura was obviously one that would make sense because Nomura basically hasn't not worked with her for a long time. And um, we 
were hoping that Mizuta maybe because he did such a good job with the 13-2 soundtrack and he's obviously been doing 11 for a long time or Ishimoto because he did most of the compilation uh, Final Fantasy 7 and and uh, Shadow's done a really good job with rearranging stuff with the Cydia but it's none of them <laughs> it's uh, Hamwazu um, and um, Suzuki but not the Final Fantasy 15 Suzuki mm. it's the um, the BD1 Suzuki who has worked on uh, the 13 trilogy and also was the main composer for Mobius mm. and like I don't know it's I think they're going to do a good job. What we've heard of the soundtrack so far has been great, but like it's a pretty uninspired compositional lineup for me. I, I like thirteen original thirteen was was a like it was an okay soundtrack. Like there were some good tracks on there, but a lot of it was kind of flat. Yeah, and thirteen two the best tracks were by Mizuta. Mm-hmm. Thirty uh, lightning returns didn't really stand out to me as a great soundtrack yeah and like in the interview they posted up which we were talking about around the time around the time that it came out it just it was weird the quotes they put in there like Mm. Hamwazi when he left uh, Square Enix right after 13 had said he did it because he uh, felt he was getting to the age where if he waited too long he wouldn't be able to set up his own company for audio production Mm. but in this interview that they just published around the seven remake he said that he quit because he was too exhausted after the 13 and they just like beat the <laughs> uh, like the um they just yeah they pushed him too much mm. to to do that soundtrack so he, he quit so that he could recoup and since working on like the trilogy he's not really been interested in doing any video game music but he came back because he f- he learned that uematsu had requested that he be part of it yeah which i i get what they were going for like it's meant to be a good thing like oh you know it was great that Uematsu requested me and that's a nice story to tell but you can also look at it from the other side to be like so you you've basically just in the same sentence said that you were done with video game music but you've come back to push yourself one last time yeah it was like yeah I, I don't really know how to take it <laughs> I know I mean it's just it's just a weird situation really. I mean, yeah, I don't want to be I don't want to be too negative on it because I do I do like quite a few of Ham Mauzu's. Yeah, I think he's tracks. a really good composer, but he um, um And I have liked I have liked what we've heard so far, like the battle themes um in the trailers. I've I've been happy with. My worry, I guess, is that it's going to be like Ham Wazu's other s- my worry, I guess, is going to be like Hamwazu's other soundtracks. Mm. So Uematsu was like incredibly good at giving everything personality. So every single track on the original Seven soundtrack had a personal relationship with either the character, the environment, the the locations, like the scene that was taking place. Like you can remember everything explicitly. Hamwazu doesn't quite have that ability, mm-hmm. and Suzuki doesn't have that ability either. Like they. They're able to write very powerful themes, like Blinded by Light, fantastic piece of music. And like the uh, Fabulous Nova Crystallis theme is really good. Wish from 13.2, like fantastic pieces of music. But then the more environment themes that like, really kind of fall flat to me mm. in 13. I don't really remember any of them. 13.2's environment themes, the ones that really stand out were done by Mizuta. 
Uh, I think Suzuki did New Bodom. And mm-hmm. I think he did uh, maybe the Historia Crux uh, or there was one of them relating to that. But like, I guess the other... And he did the um, the crazy heavy metal um, flan yeah, theme. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but I guess the other fear is the fact that Hamazu was a part of the crew that did the Final Fantasy X HD remaster. Yes. and Which was not great. Like I must admit, it wasn't that nice. Um, People of the North was a was People a good of the track, North but, was amazing, but, but most like of the other ones, you yeah. consider how many freaking tracks there were, and that was the one that actually benefited. Yeah, so I mean, like I, I'm gonna keep the faith. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait until I hear the soundtrack before I judge it. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I am. Saying it's an interesting choice. Yeah. It's it's the easy choice. That's, yeah. That's what it is. It's the easy choice because Hamwazu and Suzuki are well known to Kitaze and Toriyama. They've worked with them like pretty much exclusively for the past, I don't know, 10 years. Mm. Uh, so like it was the easy choice for them to go with that selection of people. I don't think Nomura had any say in it from the sounds of it because uh, Hamwazu said that um, Kitaze and Toriyama approached him. Mm-hmm. So like I know reading that like, what no, you will. I'm not going. <laughs> I don't know. Like it just it was a bit it's a bit strange to me. Yeah. Like they could have there I mean like I know that 14 is obviously really uh really a big deal right now and, and Soken has such a big job on there but like he yeah. is really like a standout composer at the moment. Everyone loves the work he does in 14. Like and I I do feel as though maybe it's going to be a situation like 15 where it's Shimamura's done the soundtrack, guys, and it's like, oh, and there's also that those other like ten people, yeah, that worked on it. Um, and maybe that's going to be the case with the seven remake, where they're saying, okay, Umatsu's done the vocal theme, guys, and he's going to be involved because it's going to be the Choco Chocobo theme and all this stuff, and he's probably going to be consulting on some of those. He may even have done some other arrangements. I don't know. Yeah. Um. He he did them on on the ten soundtrack, even though he said he would never do it. Um. <laughs> and. Hamwazu and Suzuki are like the principal composers. So they've done like, I don't know, 70%, 75% of the stuff com- uh, combined. And then maybe the other Suzuki um, and uh, like Soken and uh, I don't know, Ishimoto and stuff, they've they've contributed a smaller selection of tracks. Maybe that's the case. I don't yeah. know. But I, I wouldn't be too, too surprised if there wasn't a, yeah, like a, a wider array of uh, musical talent involved. Um, Suzuki even said in the interview that there's a very large team working mm. on the sound uh, for the Seven Remake relating to the soundtrack, but also obviously all the different sound effects and stuff. So I think, um, yeah, I'm 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 going to wait until I hear the soundtrack um, before I pass any real judgment on it. Yeah, because as you said, like everything we've had so far has been has been good. Yeah, uh, I love the main theme arrangement that I've or what I've heard of it so far um the boss battle stuff is great um so yeah we'll see what the rest of the soundtrack sounds like because it's going to be a ton of new uh songs composed for it i guess it does kind of beg the question though what is yoko shimamura working on now remind maybe maybe she's taking a break (laughs) uh i mean don't forget like they're freelancers so they she's probably working on a load of other stuff Mm, that's true so yeah and now about the trailer i mean like you had said before about the whole like spoilers, non-spoilers. There's like chatter coming out about did they show too much in the trailer? Mm. 
and it's I think it is really hard and I think it's really easy to look at it from our perspective like we're in the privileged position of we played the original game yeah so therefore we know what a spoiler is versus what isn't a spoiler Mm -hmm. and like once you've experienced those things sure you can sit there and think like oh my god you just spoiled this amazing thing or you just you just ruin the entire storyline for everyone and I know it's the running joke within uh, movie trailers now where they basically show the whole thing and (laughs) they've been doing it for ages but I mean like so we looked it up right What did the original Final Fantasy VII <laughs> PlayStation teaser trailer show? And I'm going to list it out here for you. Bear in mind that you would know nothing about the game at this point. So they showed the rocket taking off from Rocket Town. They showed the train crashing into coral and destroying it. They showed monsters uh, like that scene in the Nibelheim reactor where there's, you, like, they look through the glass and they see the monster trying to escape uh, and it falls on the floor. Uh, they showed Cloud on the bikes escaping from uh, Midgar. They showed Aerith being laid to rest in the <sighs> Temple of the Ancients. Like Cloud is literally just like, obviously you don't know, I guess you can assume she's dead yeah, because she, otherwise she's drowning. Um, because yeah, they showed her that sequence where he's holding her and then let's go. And then they even showed her like falling all the way down <laughs> in the water. They showed the Shinra HQ exploding after, they didn't show Diamond Weapon, but they showed the gunfire and then Rufus inside like dying. Uh, they showed them swinging out of Sector 7 after it's collapsed. But you didn't see the collapse. You just saw it swinging out of Sector 7. But there was another trailer for the PC version where they did show the collapse. <laughs> um, they showed the high wind, the airship. They showed Sephiroth ripping the, um, head, the, kind off. Of the head off of Genova. Yeah. And then showing Genova behind in the Nibelheim reactor. They showed Meteor in the sky. And they showed Sephiroth in the flames. Yeah. So, like, from that... And also, um, it... it they didn't show the end bit, but in the final sequence, after you've beaten Safer Sephiroth, it goes into that w- weird mind tunnel. Mm. They showed that. Yeah. They didn't show the end. They just kind of went fade to black. Yeah. But like, they... They showed it, like pretty much all the key points. Yeah, like... I don't... <laughs> I mean, like, everyone says about Aerith. Like, they literally showed in the teaser trailer for the game, she will die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't. Act, and maybe she was just taking a nice long. But sleep. I think the thing that they that they did in these older trailers was that they didn't give context to anything. Mm. So, like in the PC trailer that I showed as well, like they just showed like the plate, the the um the the pillar of the plate blowing up. Yeah. But they didn't show the plate fall. Like they would yeah. show they would show the um they wouldn't show the cause. They would just show the effect, basically, of everything. Yeah, like you didn't see. There, there's a lot of deaths that happen to like key yeah. players, and that's the um, thing. They showed Aerith dead. They didn't show her getting stabbed. Yeah, and they've done like, that a lot. Whereas in these trailers for the remake, I guess it's kind kind of different. I don't know. Mm. Well, I guess voice acting kind of adds to it a bit since obviously back then we didn't have like true, people yeah. saying things. So now they feel like they have to give vocal context to what's going on so it's like genova blah 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 blah. like um red 13 you can talk whoa like whereas back in the day it would have just been like a screen of red 13 like jumping out or um genova coming out like it wouldn't it wouldn't have been there wouldn't have been anything said um so i think that's the first thing that's kind of problematic is that they they feel as though the 
the text or what what's being said has to make sense in order for the trailer to be coherent. That's true. And I think in the, I'd say the the thing that this most recent trailer was most guilty of in that regard was the Sephiroth scene. Mm. Literally did not need to be in the trailer. Yeah. Because now it's just opened up a can of worms in terms of like how much they're actually deviating from the story. Mm. And now it's going to give, and we talked about it before, in terms of giving people expectations around things. And we've even seen it in terms of um, people that haven't played the original game are looking at these trailers knowing bits. Mm -hmm. And it's just confusing them. Yeah. Because it's like they don't really know what to think about it. Like they know certain things are important, but they don't know why. They're being shown things that they don't understand. And then they're going on um, the forums and saying, like, why have they just shown that? I thought it was because of X, Y, Z. And they're like, no, well... We don't know what's going on either. We can't, we can't <laughs> tell you because of that, because then we're spoiling... We're actually spoiling the game for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I think I think it's hard for both sides, right? Because, like, obviously, Square Enix has to try and sell a game. And they have to try and sell a game to... And they will sell this yeah. game boatloads yeah they want to sell this game to dedicated fans they want to send this game sell this game to fans who used to be fans in the past but kind of faded they want to sell this to people who played the game back when it first released but who aren't games anymore and then they also want to bring in newcomers so they have like a really big group of they people. are trying to overachieve yeah in unimaginable ways exactly i mean i know i know that it's important to keep showing like updated graphics updated gameplay um and that type of thing like i know that that's really important for them to show how well it's developing but yeah man i mean it it just it felt like overshare and one of the bigger problems that I think it's also opened is unfortunately the cross-dressing scene because there's a lot of people who never played the game and are really confused and really offended about certain aspects of that scene. And like, I won't pretend to say like, you know, anybody's wrong to be offended at all, but it is hard to sort of look at it when you don't actually know what's going on yeah, and make a no, judgment of with it. no context, that scene is like, huh? Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, you could you could still play it and still be offended, and that's absolutely your right to be. But, like, I do feel like in some, in some regards, them revealing that scene and, like, sort of exploring it, that little bit has just opened a can of worms that they didn't need yeah because like, obviously they did it for existing fans who were concerned that it wasn't going to be in the game <laughs> they were concerned that cloud was not going to look good in a dress but like you know yeah did they need to i guess obviously it was leaked beforehand yeah but, but then they could have just said like okay well it, yeah. it didn't the leak was big but this is just like amplified it to a whole yeah. new level like the trailer's been viewed by like i don't know two million people yeah but then that's the other thing of like i don't know if it's just our cultures are just different and they just assume that it would be okay because that's the thing like with us we might think something is completely normal that's absolutely fine whatever that that that's okay prime example dissidia like so with shiva 
when you they went to go like promote the game in like foreign countries or whatever they had to be really careful because they could not show shiva naked like she well half dressed well, yeah, or whatever like in and 15 like uh, in china i think uh, shiva is censored yeah so it's like you know you don't always you don't always grasp the sensitivity that it takes to um you you just can't always grasp what's going to offend people and what's not going to offend people and i feel like that's part of the issue here i think like in japan it, it kind of feels like a lot of things just go you know yeah, i mean they don't really from anime they have no real restrictions in terms of creativity and, and as we we covered like um you know in the ultimania they were talking about how they had to keep raining toriyama in i know because he just wanted to make the honeybee sequence just completely crazy so and, i think and it was now that. and now he's kind of in a he's the co-director so I know. and oh my god like the amount of sass that they have added into this game like i really hope that this isn't all of the sass that they've added to the game but like the fact that scarlet is freaking using a shinra soldier as a footrest like are you kidding me this is just hilarious and the fact that she's just like getting so high off of weapons and stuff like it's just it looks yeah it's what you've been asking for all exactly. these years exactly just camp like final fantasy how are you going to make it realistic but camp? And It was never supposed to be a serious game. No, no. It's like they have their serious moments. It's like a Baz Luhrmann film, right? So like in well, the like, beginning... Or a, a Scrubs episode. Like yeah. it's, it's a comedy, but there are serious moments. Yeah, exactly. So I'm living for that. But yeah, so with that, with that in mind, I do think that maybe sharing certain scenes, they might they might have done better to think about more how the reaction would have been. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah, I, like, that that sequence probably had more screen time in that trailer than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Because they showed Cloud getting the makeup and the, the makeover and walking around and Don Corneo. And, like, that whole thing was, was a very big part of the trailer. Probably, I don't know, like, 25% of it. yeah. But I don't know. I guess it must just have been a thing where they thought that they they thought that they had all their things covered, but they just you know you can never no you can never prepare for what what will sometimes cause an uproar. Um, but ultimately, I really liked I really liked the fact that they showed off the song. Um, and I like the fact they showed off the rest of the Shinra employees. Yeah, like we got. That's the thing. We got to see Hojo very small. Uh, and it was the same before. Like we got to see Reeve, Rude, and Sung like in really small amounts, and that's all I really needed. Like yeah. I didn't really need it. Like we got to see Reeve small amount. We got to see Scarlet small amount. Mm-hmm. Palmer for like two seconds. Yeah. And then they yeah they spent really long on certain things and not so long on others. And it's just you know that's that's the decisions they made. Mm-hmm. And I am now looking forward to seeing what they're going to do in the next trailer. Yeah. Because, like, what are they going to show next? I know. And then it will be a case of them showing literally the entire game. Yep. 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 Just everything is done. But, uh... But, as I said, like, yeah. in the video we just did, like, we still know almost nothing about, like, how everything's going to connect together, which is fine. We haven't seen, like, any of the material we're going to get. We've seen, like, a couple of summons. We've seen, like, almost no weapons. We don't really know too much about the progression system, like or how big the environments are like how everything like there is still 
huge amounts of stuff that we don't know. Like we've seen Roche as the new character, but there's probably going to be more. Like we have literally no idea how he connects to anything or why he's seems to have a grudge against Cloud. Mm. Like, yeah, we don't know anything about him really. So there you go, newcomers. <laughs> we're just as confused. <laughs> I mean, we're even probably even more confused because we're now that they're showing off more. We're trying to make sense of everything they're showing and being like, well, that doesn't, ma- no, Wait, that didn't what? work. Because like, yeah, like every, pretty much every single thing they showed in that last trailer outside of the, the cross-dressing is out of order with the original game. Mm. Mm. So like they're just moving everything around and obviously they've then got to try and retell the story. But then I'm thinking in my mind, well, they wanted to use this to try and add story not change the story yeah but they are changing the story unless that unless maybe like we all got the wrong end of the stick with the original game and now they're using this to be like no actually this is what we meant (laughs) this is what we meant by these little Sephiroth was there the entire time what it wasn't Genova who the hell's Genova like I it does make me wonder though I know it's further in advance like but it does make me wonder how some of those possession scenes are going to go. Like the one in the um, in the Temple of the Ancients where he's just yeah. kind of like laughing to himself. Like, how is that actually going to look? Because I can't even really imagine the current cloud and the way he looks laughing. Like, Well, him... it's kind of maniacal laughing, isn't it? Yeah, but like, it's going to look really weird. It's going to look really weird. I don't know, guys. I think they will tone down the punching scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might just be a, a shaking instead. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Did you like my addition I of that? Like that yeah. <laughs> Complete with the punch sounds. But yeah. Um, anyways. But yeah. So it was a good trailer. Probably showed off too much. Um, mm. The soundtrack, I'm I'm optimistic, curious, mm. optimistic, but also apprehensive. At the but same like time. the theme tune. Like the theme tune. And, uh, and shout out to Nojima for writing the lyrics. Yeah. And with that, the next episode is going to come out on the 18th of February. Hmm. So who knows what's going to happen in that time. That's a day before our anniversary. It is. So it's a special episode mm-hmm. where we're going to talk about things that aren't our anniversary, probably. <laughs> because that we're at that point in our relationship. <laughs> yeah. Seven remakes, more important. Yep. Uh, there's nothing else going on at the moment. They've literally just cancelled everything else. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... What's that? What an anticlimactic end to this episode. Yay! If there's news, you can check out on the website. Braden's still putting stuff up about Dissidia Opera Omnia and Brave Exvius because uh, he loves the mobile games. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. So I think it's time to say goodbye. Bye, everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a Final Fantasy Union.com production.